0: Hey, it's David, and it's Tuesday, June 11th, and I'm back checking the pulse of the NBA Finals. We have now completed five games, just a wild game five last night, and wanted to do some recap and some thoughts and look forward to what's coming up. So just to recap, game three was a terrific all-around effort from Toronto. Golden State really needed a big performance from their supporting cast, Draymond, Boogie, Livingston, Iggy, and didn't get much. Maybe the story was six Raptors in double figures, Steph had 47, and Golden State with not much else. 17 from Draymond, that includes two very late meaningless threes, 11 from Iggy. Toronto was great, Danny Green hit six threes, Lowry hit five threes, Toronto was 17 for 38 from three, and a big road win for the Raptors in game three. Game four was even more of the same, Toronto was just better than Golden State. No Kevin Durant, so we knew Steph and Clay were going to have to step up. Steph really looked gassed. Steph, I think, put the pedal to the metal in Game 3. Knew he had to come through with a big game. He did. He had 47. But really looked out of gas and not 100%. Golden State actually started well and led by 11 in the first quarter. Clay came back, played very well, finished with 28. Steph had 27. Looney and Draymond chipped in with 10 each. But Golden State, kind of the story of the series, got nothing from the rest of the team. Boogie. Iggy, Livingston, not much. And here's when I basically started to realize that without Kevin Durant, I'm finally convinced that Toronto is just better than Golden State. Outside of the third quarter of Game 2 and the first quarter tonight, Toronto's been better. Kawhi's the best player in the series. He had 36-12 and 12 tonight. He's averaging 31-10-4 and four for the finals and shooting 50-38-89 for the playoffs. Very near that 50-40-90 benchmark. 50% on twos, 40% on threes, 90% from the line. It's kind of a benchmark of greatness. So only Larry Bird, Dirk Nowitzki, Steph Curry, Steve Nash, those type of guys have gotten there for a full season. And it's a good gauge on uh, how dominant and how well someone is shooting the ball. And Kawhi is right there. Also, tonight, Kawhi played 41 minutes, was guarded mostly by Draymond and Iggy, two excellent defenders. And Kawhi did not have one turnover. Kawhi is incredible so that brings us to game five last night game five was wild kevin durant came back kevin durant started played very well golden state made their first five three-point attempts and it looked like golden state was back to full strength oh yeah kd's back we got the shooting we need it spaces the floor kd is going to make a bunch of threes he made his first three shots i think then kevin durant made a move came up lame went down left the game did not return Reports today indicate he may have torn his Achilles. We'll talk about the impact of that. It's a huge blow to the entire NBA. This finals, upcoming free agency, the balance of power in the West, the balance of power in the East and the West, the targeting of free agents by teams with cap space. Basically, Durant was kind of the the largest domino or the first domino to fall, and wherever Durant was going to go would dictate the free agents that other teams would would then pursue. So does KD stay in Golden State? He has a player option I think he can pick up, stay in Golden State, and rehab. Does someone offer KD the max? the Knicks, the Lakers, the Nets. Still a lot, a lot to be determined here and the Kevin Durant injury adds some intrigue. After the actual injury, Toronto fans did not handle it well, but honestly maybe they were so pumped up they saw the steal, they did not realize how bad the injury was, Uh, but certainly it's never a good idea to be cheering one of the greatest players and one of the fiercest competitors going down with an injury not a good look toronto so with kevin durant in the locker room golden state continued to play well they got big games from curry who had 31 and clay who had 26 Kawhi had a monster stretch with four minutes remaining scoring 12 straight points getting toronto the lead and toronto basically extended the lead to 103 97 with three minutes to go at home in a series clinching game and couldn't get it done Golden State got nine straight from Curry and Thompson, held off Toronto, including an excellent defensive sequence and the last possession of the game to secure the win. What a game. It wasn't the the cleanest game, obviously, just in the last few minutes. Boogie had an offensive goaltending, a defensive goaltending, and a moving screen. Draymond had an over and back, and Kyle Lowry had a shot that hit the side of the backboard. So, uh, not exactly, you know, a Hollywood scripted ending but very exciting game uh, we were i was glued to the tv and standing in my living room for that last possession and we get more basketball there'll be a game 6 uh, I, i'm not sure how golden state responds it's very likely golden state will be without durant and looney who gave it a go but looney looked really hurt i don't i just don't see how golden state can win two more games without kd or Looney, or even if Looney tries to play, which he was out there gutting it out, but basically couldn't lift his right arm. So if Looney's at less than 50%, I don't know if Golden State has the weapons, but kudos to Golden State for fighting back, making big shots, refusing to lose, and extending the series. And I'm really excited for at least one more game in this NBA finals. And then also on Twitter today and yesterday, the Anthony Davis rumors are heating up as the Pelicans are... Fielding offers and have kind of laid out a framework of what they're looking for, an all-star or all-star potential, young talent and picks. Anthony Davis has, I guess, indicated he prefers to play for the Knicks or Lakers, which is fine. That provides some direction, but let's not forget that as far as preferred teams, Jimmy Butler did not have Philly on his list, Kyrie did not have Boston on his list, and Kawhi didn't have Toronto on his list. So it's just one of the elements of the trade, but not an overriding decision when the player comes out with his preferred list. Plus, the Knicks and Lakers are so inept, and I think there are other teams that could submit better offers. The Celtics and the Nets certainly could, and the Clippers have a lot of trade pieces in their pocket for sure the brooklyn nets actually interesting what if brooklyn offers d'angelo russell that checks the all-star box karis LeVert and jared allen that checks the young talent box and a draft pick for anthony davis and then brooklyn signs kyrie in free agency very interesting. The Nets are going to be a player this summer, someone to keep an eye on. We'll be back to wrap up the NBA Finals once the series has concluded and look forward to the NBA Draft June 20th and free agency July 1st. Thanks for listening.